Welcome to Reviews by Jay, the podcast bringing you weekly reviews of the latest screen and musicals in Australia, as well as everything you need to know about film, television and musical theatre. I'm pop culture enthusiast Jay Antonio. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone. Uh, welcome to my very first podcast episode for Reviews by Jay. I am Jay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really excited to be bringing you guys um, some weekly podcast episodes for movie reviews, musical reviews, and maybe just kind of everything um, type of reviews. But for now, certainly movies um, and musicals. For a little bit of background about me, I would love uh, for you guys to get to know me just a little bit. I am now currently 31 years old. I'm nearly 32. My love for musical theatre started when I believe my I saw my first musical, which I believe was Pirates of Penzance with my parents, and I just thought it was the most incredible thing I had ever seen. I remember walking out of there and begging for the cast recording, and my mum bought it for me, and she said to me, this is not going to sound the same as what you just saw. And it didn't. It was the original cast recording that they were selling. However, I was lucky enough to be at the show where they recorded a Australian cast recording. And it is just incredible. I listen to it now and I just remember so vividly the entire like feeling of being there. Now, I don't remember the storyline, I'll be honest with you, because I was just a child, but I remember that feeling. And that is why I love musicals so much. They just, you know, overwhelm me with positivity. It's just run, one of those things where if you haven't experienced live theatre in any form, you absolutely must do that. For these people to be able to get up on stage night after night, perform the same exact thing live with no mistakes is just... Honestly, my hat goes off to them. It's unbelievable that these people can actually do that. And I am so jealous that I can't because if I could, rest assured, I would be up there with them eight shows a week, just living my best life. Now, my love for movies is very similar. I'm obsessed with movies. I go to the movies probably, I mean, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic, but prior to this, I probably went to the movies once a week. I, I not only see things you know, when they come out. But if I really enjoy the movie, I'll actually go back and see it again. I might go with a different group of friends. I might go with my family. I might go by myself. I don't really mind. So yeah, like absolutely love movies. And I just kind of thought I would love to share that knowledge and that excitement and that passion with all of you guys. So I'm very excited to have you guys along on the ride with me. So let me just talk to you about how I'm planning to actually review these these. I guess these movies, if we start with movies, the musical scale, I guess might be slightly different, but for, for movies, I'm going to be rating them out of five. And in my own personal sort of way, I've got uh, five areas that I'd love to rate off of. And I'm going to sort of just be looking at those five areas and just presenting a rating back to you guys based on them. We'll obviously talk about the movie. We'll review it. We'll talk about things I liked, things I didn't like and all of that. So, the, the rating system, just for your reference, is uh, storyline and plot. That's one. The second thing is music, because you know I love music. Number three is acting, then visual effects and editing. So, those are the five. Now, they might change at some point, but for now, I think that those five kind of give like an overarching story. I really wanted to try and keep my personal opinion out of the rating, um, because I can be a little bit harsh. <laughs> 
Um, but what I wanted to do is jump straight on into the movie that I'll be reviewing first of all, which is House of Gucci. So let's jump in. All right, House of Gucci, which I saw the other night in the cinema in Hoyt's Lux. If you have not been to Hoyt's Lux, highly, highly recommend. Now, I'm not sponsored in any way by Hoyt's, but I'm right here, Hoyt's, if you would like to. I do pretty much exclusively see all my movies through Hoyt's. I just think the experience is fantastic, and that's not to say anything about any other cinema. But I just really like Hoyt's, plus it's just down the road from where I live. So, you know, that definitely helps. So, House of Gucci came out, um, I believe, the end of last year. Now, it came out different regions, sorry, different times in different regions, but because we're in a pandemic, Australian release, I believe, from memory, was a little bit delayed. Now, House of Gucci was directed by the king himself, Ridley Scott, who, if you guys are not familiar with Alien, you might have heard of his little movie franchise called Alien. And it's one of my favorite movie franchises of all time because I absolutely love sci-fi thriller, sci-fi horror. I really don't like supernatural horror, if we're going to just kind of go down that path for a second. I will watch it for the sake of this podcast, but um, not my favorite vibe, like supernatural ghosts and things, because I genuinely believe my house has a ghost in it. So not my vibe, but certainly aliens and anything to do with sort of, you know, sci-fi space or whatever it is, um, I'm all about it. So House of Gucci stars Lady Gaga Adam Driver, Al Pacino, and Jared Leto, amongst a couple of other fantastic names, do I even need to mention the queen herself, Salma Hayek. Queen, in every sense of the word. Now, a lot of you are going to say, you know, you just like the movie because Lady Gaga was in it. And look, to be honest, did I sit there with my best friend, looking at the outfit she was wearing, turning to my best friend and being like, what an absolute queen. Love her. Oh, she's iconic. She's stunning. She's this, she's that. Well, of course I did because I love her. But did I sit there and go, oh my God, she can actually act. Yes, I did. She carried this movie, and I'm not saying this as a Lady Gaga fan, I am saying this as a movie reviewer. She carried this movie from start to finish. The scenes that she was not in, I was almost not interested in. Because let's just say, some, in my opinion, some of the acting was questionable. It kind of felt like Jared Leto, for example, oh God, I don't want to call him out because I don't want like my first podcast to be super negative and get some like hate from people, but... I kind of, I get Jared Leto's character was meant to be this, like, eccentric, Italian, sort of, for lack of a better word, like, not playboy, but kind of kind of going down that path of just, like, it's all about me, like, look what I can do, I'm amazing, but getting no recognition for it, but... I kind of felt like Jared Leto just went onto TikTok and watched a bunch of, like, Italian meme, sort of, hashtag meme videos, um, and then just did that. Because I was just really not super impressed with it. His accent may have been good. I don't really know. Um, but to me, it kind of sounded like he was just, you know, oh, God, it, he was, it sounded like he was just making fun of the accent, in all honesty. Um, so he was a little bit of a letdown for me. And I get that he's this, you know, big character actor now, um, thinking about Joker. And I actually personally loved his Joker, you know, Heath Ledger, King and Original. Well, not technically Original, but King and Best Person. Um, but certainly a different take on it. And I really enjoyed it. 
as for this character, didn't enjoy it at all. At all. I actually really struggled with a lot of the scenes where it was just him and his dad in the in the movie Al Pacino. Um, not his dad in real life, guys. I know. But the, the Al Pacino played his dad in the movie. That's what I'm saying. Um, but yes. So let's talk about the plot and the storyline. This is the first point of the review. So the plot is essentially around Patrice. I can't say the name. Patrizia Reggiani. God, I'm going to get burned for this. Reggiani. I think that's how you say it. I'm just going to say it with an Aussie accent. Patricia Reggiani. Okay. Um, and to quote the plot from the actual synopsis, it's a an outsider from humble beginnings marries into the Gucci family. With unbridled ambition, it begins to unravel their legacy and triggers a reckless spiral of betrayal, decadence, revenge, and ultimately murder. So it's based, based, loosely based, I feel, on the um, real true story of the murder of someone. I don't want to give it all away, guys, but you should go watch the movie if you haven't. Um, And I really enjoyed it, like, because it's based on a true story. I know that there's definitely been liberties taken. I think um, the interactions between Lady Gaga's character and Soma Hayek's character were phenomenal. The part where they were in the mud bath, like the spa mud bath, was just honestly top-rate cinema. I think one of the best things about that scene was that I've also seen an interview with Salma Hayek where she said that Lady Gaga stepped into the mud so gracefully and she just, like, fumbled her way in because she's, like, this amazingly clumsy person. And that just made that scene so much more enjoyable for me, knowing that (laughs) Salma Hayek was struggling through that and Gaga was just this graceful, elegant, you know, I've done this a hundred times before type of person. So, good shout out. Good. um, Can't really say much, I guess, on the storyline, just given the fact that, um, you know, it's based on a true story. So, it's not really written from the imagination of someone, I suppose. It's definitely based on something. There's a really good and strong storyline there, and that's really evident. So, the music, of course, the music was fantastic, actually. The music was one of the best parts of the movie. I really enjoyed it. They had some, like, Italian covers of classic songs, but they also had them in English. So it was very multilingual. The orchestral pieces were fantastic. I am such a huge fan um, of any sort of soundtrack pieces. But overall, super, super great. Really engaging and fun music in this movie. I think a lot of it, honestly, I could listen to the soundtrack. Um, Actually, I might listen to the soundtrack. It was really, really fun. It was just a great, great fun experience with the music. Now, rest assured, um, the music does certainly help the movie's pace because I have to say, sort of on the music and storyline area, the movie is nearly three hours long. Now... Um, we will probably talk about Eternals as a movie at some point. Now, Eternals is about almost, I think, to a minute difference of the exact same runtime. I think it's like a minute longer or shorter than this movie was. Now, um, the Eternals felt like three hours to me. It felt like a three-hour movie. And look, I'm a huge Marvel nerd. I am absolutely about Marvel Studios movies. I'm obsessed in every sense of the word. I'll see them a hundred times. Obsessed. I think for this one, um, they didn't feel like three hours. I think the first maybe half of the movie had just had such a fantastic pace to it. It just really moved quickly. It was interesting to watch. Meeting these new characters was just fantastic in the way that they introduced everyone just felt really natural. I think for the second half of the movie, it did slow down. And there was a few scenes that I certainly would have shortened if not cut completely. Um, however, it was great to see, I guess, how it all played out in the end. Now... 
If we talk about acting, which is the third point that we're going to be rating off, the acting was fantastic. As I mentioned a little bit ago, Jared Leto's character and just a little bit of sort of that, you know, let's be American playing Italians. Um, And look, I don't know if Jared Leto is Italian. You might be, and that's completely fine. But just, you know, putting it on, it's it's just an interesting sort of thing to watch. Um, The acting was good. Overall, it was good. There wasn't really anyone in there where I thought, oh, wow, you <laughs> you can't act. Um, we will talk about Scream 2022 in the next episode. So stay tuned for that because I've got some serious thoughts on that. Um, but yes, absolutely. I think the acting was fantastic. The overall sort of the way that Lady Gaga sort of played the character, you could see it in her eyes. And what I loved about it was you could see it in her eyes. You could see her from this humble person that she started as, which, look, I don't know. I'm gathering that she knew who he was and it was just all this like plot and plan, just given how quickly she changed when they got married in the film. But I don't know if that's truth in real life or not. Um, however, you could absolutely see her go from really loving, like lustful eyes to just, I am going to ruin your life eyes. And I was obsessed with that. I just loved that transition from really nice, you know, schoolgirl type of, of person, 25 year old sort of, you know, really innocent to just this absolutely iconic evil queen character. And I was just obsessed with it. Visual effects. Now, a lot of you will think, well, what visual effects would be in this? Now, when I'm talking about visual effects, I'm talking about everything. What did the tone feel like of of the... How did it it look? How did it feel? Was there special effects? Were they used well? Um, I was watching... um, Actually, there's one scene in the movie. Here's a perfect example. There's one scene in the movie where um, Adam Driver's character is in a bedroom and there's a mirror. And it's just so seamless. You don't see it happen, but you can see their reflections and the reflection of the room in the mirror, but you can't see the camera, even though it's facing the mirror. Now that, to me, that's visual effects. And it was fantastically done. Little things like that, I really notice, I really pick up on, and I absolutely was obsessed with that. Now, if you watch the scene, I think it's about three quarters of the way through the movie, you probably won't even notice it because it's so seamless. Now, I don't know if the the whole reflection piece was um, added in later in post, or if that was an actual reflection and they just digitally removed the camera. Either way, fantastic, little things like that. That's a full a full point there for visual effects on my end. I was just obsessed with it all. Um, even any, like, driving in cars felt really natural and all of that kind of stuff. So, fantastic. Editing, finally, the final point. The editing was good it was it was very good actually it wasn't 100 percent perfect i think there was a few times where i was like oh that was a, a quick too, bit, you know a bit too quick of a cut i kind of <laughs> i need a coffee a big a bit too quick of a cut it just didn't feel natural to me in some some scenes now couldn't tell you where they were i just remember that sort of really little feeling every now and then but overall really really good so i think i'm going to award that um maybe like a 0.9 out of one or I'm doing sort of the way that I'm working it is there's 10 points for each thing. And then I'm just going to give you a little ratio of what that was. Is ratio the the right word? I failed maths. I'm so sorry. Um, but yes. So I'm going to do some maths, some quick maths and tell you what I'm going to rate this movie. Alrighty. Let's give you guys a breakdown of how I've uh, scored this. So for storyline and plot, I have given it eight out of 10 for music. I've given it 10 out of 10. I loved everything about the music. Acting, I'm giving 7 out of 10 because it was good and it was very consistent. 
but it wasn't incredible. I wasn't blown away, especially by Jared Leto's character. That was the biggest letdown of the movie. And there were some points where I had to look at my bestie and honestly laugh because it was just not fantastic. So that's a pretty generous score, I think. Um, But Gaga carried that movie. She absolutely did it in every single sense of the word. So that's why it's a seven. Visual effects, again, 10. Was super impressed. Loved them. Can't complain at all. Editing, I'm giving a seven. So that in my calculation is 42, which equates to a 4.2 out of five. So I'm officially giving House of Gucci 4.2 out of five, which is, I think pretty good. Now, if you're in the mood for a cool Hoyt's Lux experience, I would absolutely recommend that you go and get a margarita because that's what we did. We had a margarita. We had some pizza. We just really enjoyed ourselves. So if you're in the mood for that, I absolutely recommend grab your friend, grab your girlfriend, grab your boyfriend, go and enjoy this movie while it's still in the cinema because I don't feel like I could watch this at home and enjoy it as much. I felt like it was definitely a cinema experience. Just be aware it is very long. So, if you don't like sitting around for nearly three hours in the cinema, this movie is probably not for you. But if you really like a fun sort of, you know, just enjoyable movie, then I highly recommend that you guys go and see this. As I said, the first half of the movie is fantastic. It moves quickly. It is paced well. It's just everything that you would really want in a a podcast in a movie. Um, But yes, that's it. That's, that's my first rating. I'm really excited to be bringing you guys these podcast episodes every week. There's already a second episode up. And guess what we're talking about? Scream. I love thrillers. Oh, man. I love a good slasher movie. So this one was a little disappointing. I'm not going to lie. This is all in my opinion. Thanks so much for joining in to episode number one. I am Jay. Welcome to Reviews by Jay. Can't wait for what this year is going to bring. Have a fantastic rest of your day. And if I don't see you around, then check me out on Instagram so that you can see me. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs>